The following show contains spoilers for episode 12 of Survivor 42. Hello again. Hello, Hello again. Hello again. Welcome back to my podcast. <laughs> Mutiny! Uh, Mutiny on the deck! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, it's time to start the coup. This is RNG Show where we talk about Survivor and the fantasy draft we did at the start of the season and our thoughts and our implications and everything. Uh, So here we are with the penultimate episode of the season where everything is kind of coming to an end, coming to a head. So we're going to break down, you know, the the implications, as it were, of, of this last episode, talk about the finale and do the last little bit of bookkeeping we need to do. Starting with... All comes down to this. Oh, I've got to roll die? Yeah, Soaring really? has a couple chance die he has to roll uh, to I, I make thought, up you know... for last episode. So yeah, Soaring right now, you have two chance die. Right now, they're D10s. So you, you roll two D10. If you roll a three or lower, then it's gone for good. It gets taken out D10. back and that's, shot. That's D10. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see how this works. That is a nine. Okay. Okay. And another nine. All right. Gone out of gone out of frame, but I'll drag it back for you. Uh, in in my mental image. <laughs> I believe you. In my you. imagination, on an audio-based podcast. Uh, but to start out with, we do have episode twelve of the season to talk about. Um. Let's see. I had like a cool tagline. I was gonna say. I was gonna be like, um, uh, "It's like Omer's Odyssey has come to an end. Marianne lets the bunny out of the mailbox, and Romeo is still there." Uh, is he? Fred, you want to talk about uh, Lindsay on Tribal Council? Yeah. So this episode of Survivor in this tribal specifically highlights what I would say is my favorite part of Survivor, just like as a show, where people that have been shown to like be fairly intelligent and know how to play the game wake up one morning on the (laughs) island and just decide that, you know what, I'm going to make bad decisions and I'm going to just play poorly and throw my entire game for no reason. That's just how I feel on this on this day 20 whatever. I just feel like throwing my game in playing poorly for no reason. And right. we're put in a situation where Omer is the target because people have, you know, now picked up on his game something that we've talked about uh several times as potentially happening. Season. Yeah, as potentially happening. <laughs> And yes, now now it is on the table. Uh, Omer's the target. Everyone has their eyes set on him. But Lindsay is still his closest ally. They're still a strong duo. And Lindsay still has an idol from the amulet now that Drea and High are out. And going to the immunity challenge, Lindsay wins, which pretty much means that Omar and Lindsay are yeah, guaranteed they both to get safe. to the next episode. It's in, it's because in, It's in Lindsay's interest to bring Omer along for a little bit longer. Yeah, at the so very least. So Lindsay's safe. Least. She has an idol she has to play tonight. 
because it expires. So yeah, she might as well. Literally, this is literally the last time she could ever play this idol. Yeah. And then we go to Tribal, and she doesn't play the idol, and Omer goes home. Uh, and... Maybe we should have expected this from Lindsay, though. I mean, she did, after all, uh, play the Bonnie Hall game unoptimally. <laughs> Incorrectly, uh, right? Using right? puppy logic. There. Puppy logic. Yeah, may- maybe right. maybe the puppy the puppy power at play here uh, influenced the decision. How can we relate the puppies in here? Uh, I don't know. I was I was gonna say like if somebody was gonna like take your puppy away, and you had the option to say like no, but like you didn't. No, give me my puppy, and then they yeah they just didn't. But it just and, you know in, in this scenario you might even say that. Omar is a puppy that somebody decided they didn't want anymore. Well, here's the issue I take with that idea is like if Lindsay wanted Omar to go home, now was like her time to do that and like take the agency for the move of getting Omar out. Because like I was thinking, you know, even if it's like in the back of her head, like, oh, you know, maybe like Omar will, you know, go home because I'm leaving the opportunity open. I feel like instead of just being like flippant like that instead like really taking the control would have looked a lot better in terms of like a final tribal scenario um and also just lets her like you know take control of her own game rather than just leaving it up to other people yeah because right now even if it was her intention to let him go if that's what was happening it just looks like she had no idea what was going on which she right, even said, like she even said, she, yeah. When Omer like, asked, you know? she was like, "No," <laughs> which is just like, okay. So even if this is all like a play or something, even if she's lying and like new, it still looks terrible for her. So like, no matter what angle you look at the decision from, it's just bad. And, and even, the decision itself doesn't even yeah, have any even like the justification she gave about like, oh, I don't want the idol to go back in the game. It doesn't like, make any sense. We know full well there's going to be another advantage next episode. <laughs> well, yeah, like, okay, there's going to be another advantage no matter what. Also, this is not an idol that goes back into the game because of like several factors. Uh-huh. It's not a hidden immediate idol. It was an idol that was set up at the beginning of the game. It had like the amulet or whatever. Right, you know, there's this hypothetical where they play the advantage as use the amulets as whatever the extra vote or steal a vote or whatever. Right, mm-hmm. that wouldn't go back into the game as an extra vote because that's not how it works. It's a unique advantage. They don't just put it back into the game because somebody used it if it's something unique like this. Also, it expires. Right, like it's not something that she even if they like wanted to put it back as is what they're gonna have an idol for an episode like i, I don't know it's, <laughs> it's just it, it doesn't it there's no it doesn't make any sense to think that it would go back into the game no matter how you look at it because of so many different things that just wouldn't make sense for them to put back into the game and even if they like put just a hidden immunity idol back into the game because somebody played an idol no matter where it was from, then you're just generating idols constantly as opposed to having, like, you know, two hidden immunity idols or whatever they decide um, and then specifically set idols that you get through different sources, whether it's, like, the Beware or whether it's, like, the 
uh, Drea bench advantage or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Not to mention, like, a pile of advantages just went out the window, like, the week before with Drea. So right. if they were going to bring anything back, it would have already. Really... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a, there would already excuses. be things yeah, put back into the game. So it just it just doesn't make any sense. And even even giving her the benefit of the doubt, I say her, but it, it really is a Lindsay and Omer decision, but I'll mm-hmm. get into that. Even giving them the benefit of the doubt and saying, you know what, maybe it would have gone back in. Maybe they would have put an idol in. Even in that situation... Are you really willing to risk throwing your entire game, whether you are Omer or Lindsay, because of the chance of somebody else finding it? Of somebody else finding it. And then maybe it being a factor if it's on like a couple specific people that would be the next target, Uh right? The, The whole decision, no matter what, how you think about it, no matter what angle you take it from, makes no sense and really you know it's like Lindsay and omer you know and really each other is maybe a little up for debate but like if Lindsay is planning on getting rid of omer like she you know theoretically would be anybody in the final tribal anyways and she would like want to vote out jonathan so it would just be a matter of like you know if the idols played then omer and Lindsay are still in the game next episode but then also all you have to do is make sure that jonathan doesn't find the idol assuming he doesn't win the challenge anyways yeah so it's just a big mess and like i i guess i'm kind of looking i know omer did like some exit press i'm kind of looking to like Lindsay as well once that comes out i'm just curious like what kind of the full thought process on on that really was because it just i feel like it just doesn't follow through and maybe they're just hungry and tired but but, like but the thing, play your stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. Even like I I don't think being hungry or tired is an excuse here because if anything that would bring you all the way back to the most basic logic, which is that you play it anyways. There's like essentially the the like arc of logic is that the most basic thought is that you just play it because safe, right? The most basic <laughs> strategy is play idle because safe. You know, not thinking about any implications, not thinking about any future impact of it, nothing. Just, I want person to be safe, therefore safe, right? That's that's logic one. Logic mm-hmm. two is, like, what they got to. It's, like, the one step further where it's, like, okay, what's, like, an implication of playing the idol? And then they go, well, we don't want it back in the game because somebody will find it, blah, blah, blah. A step past that is realizing that the original logic was correct and that... <laughs> You know, going one step further and realizing it would never be put back into the game and that the risk of it being found is so much lower and not worth, you know, the the risk of the current vote to not play it. So they, they landed in this one little window of logic where they just pick the absolute worst option for no reason mm-hmm. with no, like, real logical reasoning behind it. If, if they had been a little bit... <laughs> thought a little bit less or thought a little bit more than they would have realized or they should have realized that playing it is just the correct option yeah i also think like you know if Lindsay is considering a final tribal situation where like she's happening like she happens to sit next to omer like he could say look i have such a good social game like Lindsay played an idol for me but she could also be like you know i wanted to keep 
my people safe and I was so confident that like I used, you know, my idol to keep Omer in the game. So it's like two ways to go there. I think ultimately, I think what you said earlier, which is like Omer should have just not been as confident as, as he admitted and just really pushed like Lindsay to to use that idol on him. Yeah, and like it just it, it was what I feared going into this situation because as soon as Lindsay wins immunity, I'm you know ecstatic. I'm like, sweet, my team is completely safe, right? No fear. And then there's a thought at the back of my head. I'm like, what if they ego out? Mm-hmm. What if they what if they just ego out and decide not to play it because they think they're so safe? And then I had one fear. <laughs> right. And there was one fear and then it came <laughs> true. And it's just like beyond just it them like egoing out and being super confident. It's just so stupid. It's just such a stupid decision. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But, you know, really when you're looking at the episode two, they pretty much told us Omer was going home like within the first two minutes. Yeah. We were like, oh, this is it. Like they are telling us exactly why Omer goes out this episode. So it's shocking yeah. when, you know, Lindsay wins immunity and she has the idol that she would give to Omer and like that's that. So it's really shocking. Like, oh, man, like. That's so like tragic because this episode is, uh, you know, very much told from Marianne's perspective. We really shift over to her and she's kind of telling us the story as we go through. And, you know, she has this one moment where she's like, you know, this is my time. You know, I make this move and I win the game or I do nothing. And like, that's it. So it's like this big declaration basically and even if she didn't exactly say it like that it's basically how i interpreted it where it's like either she votes omer out tonight or like she loses the game yeah like or, omer or, or, game. or um or omer wins the game and that's it yeah Those so two when Lindsay wins immunity it's just like oh gg like omer wins the game like that's it it's that simple but <laughs> it doesn't happen and it's just what we were told at the very beginning of the episode. It's like, hey, look, Omer's going to go home later. It's um. just, it's <laughs> it's such a baffling decision. But. And it's it's so frustrating. It's more frustrating. What's, what's the most frustrating? It's just that it's bad gameplay. Mm-hmm. After know? such a good season of gameplay, like from Omer specifically, yeah. just kind of like let it go at, at the last moment when they got too comfortable is is sad to see. Yeah, especially when it, this is the most basic decision that they've had to make throughout the entire season. Like, Omer has made <laughs> incredibly complex, like, intricate plays mm-hmm. and perfectly before, and yet when, you know, you have the option to just guarantee yourself be safe, you go, eh! It's like, I don't know. It's just, it's so frustrating. And it, it's like... The same exact thing happened last season, too, where I lost a person because somebody with an idol decided to just not play the game. And it's just like, I am sick of it. I'm so sick of it. And mm-hmm. at least, at least, at least last season, there was, like, some reason for Xander to keep his idol, right? He also basically egoed out and is kind of the same. But at the very least, I can see why he would want to keep it for himself going into the future because it wasn't as necessary as like keeping someone like important because he still made it to like the final three yeah and also i mean just in the immediate 
he also got to keep his idol because guess what? It didn't expire, mm-hmm. right? So he had even less reason to to um, keep heavy around. But this, looking at this decision compared to that, there is just nothing. There is just no reason. There's no leap in logic <laughs> that you can make that like makes any sense to me and i've been racking my brain about it just being like okay maybe there's something i'm not seeing maybe there's logic maybe they know something but yeah we'll we'll just have to see after the season's over like you know what what Lindsay ends up saying there and it might just be you know it's like a goof and it might just be that like they got too confident and they didn't really expect anybody to even try to like vote against omer or anything still doesn't mean like it shouldn't have been played but you know if they're just comfortable then it's like i feel like they can just get away with it and they can say oh look you know i was so comfortable like we didn't even need to like use the idol because like we were just that dominant in the game so yeah and like i get it i'm just glad to be alive (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. kind of quiet episode for for jonathan and i think i'll definitely talk about jonathan in a bit i do want to give attention to like marianne for sure though because this is like marianne's big breakout episode and uh, you know, like I said earlier with her, like giving the ultimatum in a way, like this has me convinced that, you know, like Marion is winning the season. Yeah. And I still think there are a couple steps like she needs to take gameplay wise to fully justify it. But really looking at the story, the season's telling us like there's just like no, no other option. I feel like, or, you know, even looking at the gameplay through the lens of the story where it's like Mike's you know any of mike's attempts i feel like are just going to get dismantled romeo's done nothing i feel like jonathan hasn't really like done anything worth like rewarding over it does really leave Lindsay as um kind of that like last step of of competition for marianne um and i almost just have to assume that Lindsay doesn't make it to the final tribal but if she does i think the reason she loses is if the jury is just like and even just beyond this move, because, like, it's not like Lindsay, you know, if she makes the final three, it's not like letting Omer go here was the worst possible thing necessarily. But I think they could possibly focus, like, she was so focused on, like, getting rid of Jonathan that, like, it, and, you know, she ended up just, like, you know, bending so many different ways. And I don't know. I just... Again, I said it last episode, I just, like, don't see, like, the story for Lindsay. Because it's been so tied to Jonathan. Where she's constantly, like, I want to get rid of Jonathan. And then, like, doesn't happen. Yeah, so a couple things with that is that, sort of on the flip side, I think the reason why Jonathan could never win is also because he basically, all of his strengths are about matched with Lindsay. Like, his whole thing is being, like, a challenge beast, and obviously he did that in the mm-hmm. pre-merge, but, like, going into the merge, he kind of doesn't have anything on Lindsay in that department. Yeah, he's not, so like, if... excessively dominant over Lindsay. He's not, like, extremely well-liked because people dislike him. He obviously isn't bringing a lot of, like, strategic merit to the game. He's kind of just there. And, like, he's a big guy, sure, and, like, everyone knows he's a challenge threat, but, like, ultimately, he's still just kind of there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. like, part of me wonders about that, like, is that why maybe Lindsay didn't go for the idol? She's like, she recognizes that maybe Omer is a bigger threat in the end of the game, and she can probably do pretty well if she's sitting next to Jonathan rather than Omer. Yeah, well, I think, 
Yeah. Yeah, I think at least from Lindsay's perspective, I feel like she, especially like before the results of this tribal, in her head, she's probably thinking she can beat anybody at a final tribal. What I think Survivor is trying to tell us is that we do end up with some final showdown between Lindsay and Jonathan because I think that's kind of what the culmination of their story is like leading to. And I don't necessarily know if that means fire making or just like the next immunity challenge, but I do think it's kind of like a Lindsay or Jonathan thing. It's also totally possible that they end up like in the final tribal together though. And (laughs) I, I do have to feel confident in Marianne sitting at the final tribal at this point, no matter what, but I do think there is a lot of variability for who the other two people there are. And that's something I kind of want to like dive into and just like nerd out about. (laughs) So one thing I'll say before that is that after this episode, I don't think there is any way Lindsay wins the -hmm. game period. Like I think she has actually zero shot. I think the closest do you say that, that because of this move or because of the por- portrayal of it? A bit of both. I think, because here's the thing. I think going into Final Tribal, if she's in it, her best, her like story is being this hidden like challenge beast, right? And really carrying herself into this position. Mm-hmm. By just having, being this, you know, out of nowhere challenge threat, and then having the relationships and social game for any time she doesn't. Um, but the fact that, you know, this small woman could keep up with literally the guy that solo carried entire teams of challenges mm-hmm. um, is, like, a pretty sick story. But I think this move... And this lack of awareness will kind of shatter any jury pull she has. Because literally all anyone has to say is, like, why didn't she play the idol? And then she just doesn't have any kind of good explanation. Yeah, good, good, I guess. Good explanation is kind of the qualifier there. I'm just thinking if, like, Lindsay does win... And this is going from, like, the storytelling standpoint more than, like, the in-the-game standpoint. But, like, if Lindsay wins, I wonder how they framed this otherwise. Because, like, you know, it obviously happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I think they just go so far to give Marianne all of the credit that yeah. it, like, Marianne's stock has just, like, risen so much that, like, even yeah. though Lindsay gameplay-wise is still in a decent spot, it's just, like, it's not there. Yeah, I mean, it was very clearly shown as, like, this is Marianne's play and Lindsay's misplay. Yeah. Yeah, though, I'm not convinced that... I I feel like, unless Marianne really brings it in the finale, like, I, I don't know if it's enough. I th- Well, here's the thing. I agree that throughout the season, Marianne has not necessarily been the super all-star, like, winner that you typically might imagine. And even comparing to Erica it is a little bit of a different story that they've told us here. But I do think there's like two ways to look at it, which is both the benefits of Marianne and like the negatives of everyone else. 
Like, we know why Romeo's not winning. We know why Mike isn't winning. We know why Jonathan's not winning. And I feel pretty decent about, like, why Lindsay isn't winning. And it's not that just leaves Marianne, but Marianne has been, like, a really consistent character. And she's really told us, like, hey, I'm not going to play, like, necessarily a super strategically dominant game. I'm going to be a little weird. But, like, if I'm going to win, then I need to be myself. And that's, like, a weird game. Mm -hmm. And we've seen the justification of, like, the emotions. And there was, like, getting people to sit out of rice. And this episode especially was, like, you know, her breaking out and being, like, hey, you know, I've been, like, chilling at the the bottom a little bit. But, like, here's my opportunity to, like, actually do something. I think Mike has a better chance than Lindsay at winning. Yeah, I mean, I, you kind of counted Mike out there. We know why Mike's not winning, but honestly, tell me. I don't know why Mike's not winning. So, I think Mike is much closer than anybody else. So the reasons I think Mike won't win this game in front of a jury is because... So although he's made some pretty decent connections, I also feel like he's kind of like done the backstab on all of those connections, and especially ones where he's like, I'm not going to vote you out. And then he votes them out, which is like, sure, like, that's totally Survivor. But sometimes, like, people just don't like that versus, you know, being more honest or, like, you know, straightforward about it um, compared to, you know, maybe other people in the game where it's just not as much, like, offense taken. The other thing with Mike um, from, like, a broader, like, storytelling perspective is a lot of times, like, he... And this is, you know, and this is like stepping even more outside of the game in a way. But like, there's a lot of times where he's like, this needs to happen. Or like, I want to do this. And then like, it doesn't happen. And I think this episode is kind of a, a really good example of that in a way where he's like, no, like we need to just vote out Romeo because like, that's the safe option. Like, that's what we should do. Like, here's why we're getting rid of Romeo. No, I don't want to listen to you. I don't want to listen to your plan. Uh, like, or just going to vote for Romeo. And when Marianne instead becomes the protagonist of the episode and like takes the risk and makes the big move and gets all the credit for like the really flashy move, I just feel like it serves to also make Mike look a lot worse. Um, There's that, but I do think from the jury perspective, I'm just not sure like which, which people vote for Mike on the jury necessarily. Cause I feel like, if so like Marianne's at the final three, like Omer, you know, voting for Mike or Marianne, I almost feel like he respects like what Marianne was able to do compared to Mike, who he felt like Mike was just kind of his like in his pocket the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um Hi, I feel like I'm not entirely sure if he's upset at Mike or not, or he would respect Mike for voting him out, or if he wouldn't respect mike because omer was basically the one who told mike to vote high out i feel like getting upset over being voted out and having that affect your jury vote is kind of old survivor at this point i feel like most of the modern players don't really get upset about it that much i think that's fair but i think trying to put myself in the perspective of high as a juror i think if if you hear the story from Omer about how he totally controlled Mike for like most of their pre-merge, I'm not sure if High would feel the respect to give Mike the winning vote. Yeah, that's a good point. 
I think that it really comes down to that. Because I still think Mike has the best relationships with individuals. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, you know, he and, and Omar, he and Jonathan, he and Drea even, um, all have, like, you know, good relationships with each other, have some kind of connection. Mm-hmm. So, you know, compared to Marianne, which I think rubbed people the wrong way more um at least early on or so for yeah for some people um i think that if the jury is voting more in that direction where they feel closer to mike then i think again he's just closer to um being competition than anyone else yeah i definitely I do agree with that point. And I also think, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think back through the past couple episodes of like, what is Mike really like done in terms of like holding agency over the vote that wasn't like spurred on by someone else or he's kind of like following what he, somebody else is he telling was him He's the to do. one that wanted to get Chanel out. And he's the only reason why they got Chanel out when they did. Okay. Because Omar wanted somebody else out. I do wonder, though, like, how much does that matter? Like, once you go through the entire merge, like, how much does that first vote, like, really sit with people? Where if, like, you you know, he has the control of that, that one vote, but then if he's under, like, Omer's thumb or High's thumb for the rest of the season. It also does kind of depend on, like, what happens in the finale. So I guess I guess you are right in terms of gameplay. Mike definitely does have a chance, depending on how he kind of closes out the season and who he's sitting next to. Obviously... Yeah. Mike next to Jonathan and Romeo, I think Mike wins. Mm-hmm. Um, sitting next to Lindsay, I'm not sure. I think that'd be really close. Sitting next to Marianne, um, I guess it just really comes down to like how the jury personally feels about like each thing. Yeah, and of course, you know how good their actual final tribal is and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'm also just like of the opinion, just very personally, that I don't think Lindsay deserves to win. <laughs> right? Like obviously after this one this this decision, it's just like this it, normally one decision shouldn't be enough to like ruin somebody's chance at winning, so long as it's not like literally game throwing. Um, but this is pretty game throwing and it's just such a poor decision that I think on its own, even if she had more like resume and more, uh, she's like a, done a better more foundation. Yeah. A more foundation to stand on. I think if the jury like understands why that decision is so bad, I think it kind of just ruins everything. I think what you do need to explain to me, though, is why would Lindsay be throwing if she's sitting at the final three? Is it just the the possibility she doesn't make it there? Yeah, 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 yeah. To to be clear, that's when I say that Lindsay is like this also through her game is because I don't think she can get to. Her road to Final Tribal is right. so much harder now. So it's just because Omer's gone. Yeah. So it's kind of like contradictory in a way, but I do. I don't know. It's like, would you really? I mean, maybe you would. <laughs> but would the unspecified juror like really punish Lindsay that much for like keeping herself in the game at least, and you know, letting Omer go if she's still at the final three? 
I'm not if sure if they would really can, like go that hard on her because of a hypothetical. If she explains it in some way that sounds intelligent, then sure. But no matter what the result is, Omer and Lindsay know that they were each other's closest ally, and she had the means to not let her closest ally go and didn't do it. Mm -hmm. And that just in and of itself, no matter what the result is, even if she gets the final tribal, is not what a good survivor player yeah. and does. this is what i think comes down to like what one of the most important things here especially with these modern juries at least if i'm kind of understanding them correctly is like really it's like about agency it's not necessarily about making a big move or staying in you know being in the dominant alliance or being in the lower alliance it's like how much agency did you have in your own game and like how much did you have a plan that you stuck to or like dictate what happened as opposed to like going along for the ride so for example like romeo has zero agency yeah has absolutely in, in the season no. mike yeah. kind of doesn't either you know like so many of these votes he's just kind of obviously he's still keeping that dominant alliance alive but he's not like making too many leads or you know i don't know it's just mike i guess mike is just kind of perplexing me because, like, he's doing okay, but he's just, like, not doing enough. And I think that might be part of it. It just feels like he's not in control of his own game, really. Uh, and Lindsay has had a pretty good amount of agency and has been, like, at the, the right hand of, of Omer for so long. But she had zero agency in Omer going home here, which is, in a way, good for her because Omer is gone, but in a way, bad for her because her closest ally is gone. And she had no idea what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Marianne has been kind of on the bottom, but I think she's been voting somewhat correct. Like she's still been included at the very least. And, you know, obviously here is like the master display of agency of like her completely leading the vote to get rid of the biggest threat in the game. Yeah. On top of multiple people within that vote, pushing back against it yeah. really hard. And, and she can explain, you know, her plan isn't to play a super strategic game because if that was her plan and her intention like obviously she kind of failed at that because she was at the bottom for so long but her plan was to like hang around and like you know be uh, you know a good person that people don't want to like get rid of and strike when the moment's right and like that was her intention and on that case she like did it yeah i would have to go back and look at like every vote again because i just did not i never paid enough attention to mm -hmm. you know how she voted but i think you have a very good point um i think the other thing that's working for Lindsay in that regard is of course the the challenges like yes. what more agency could you have than beating everybody else and making yourself safe you know also say that i think marianne like in addition to this big move has generally maintained decent relations with most of the tribe even mm -hmm. if she's Mm -hmm. gotten on people's nerves every now and then super I, important i think you know unlike romeo who's just kind of spent the entire season sulking in a corner yeah yeah and not uh, really t having any relationship <laughs> with anyone at least it's like such a big game. difference here too is like you know of the two of them like they could be coming out of this equal and it's like look marion and romeo just like escaped from the bottom but like that's not what this is it's 
Marianne like enlisted Romeo as a number yeah. to make this happen. And she didn't like she didn't even tell Romeo about the like the plan that he was like the other vote, right? Yeah, the the split. Because maybe then he would have been like, oh, wait, no, I don't want to try anything like that. I don't know. Well, actually, did it even matter? Because they knew that Jonathan and Mike were going to vote Romeo no matter what. So all Marianne needed was Romeo to vote. Yeah, I guess he could have like played a shot in the dark <laughs> and not had a vote. But that's not the story they told us. So, yeah. Basically, it's very interesting. And obviously, you know, we'll know come next episode. But like, I have full confidence in this point of Marianne but I think what I want to talk about a little bit is like different well should we talk about the is there anything else like in this episode that we like (laughs) should go over the only thing I want to mention is that if Marianne does win this will be another fantasy season where I handed you the winner right well that (laughs) I mean I think that's something super significant that I I (laughs) I, I feel like is definitely worth mentioning is you know not only have i in the past like made you know a somewhat even seeming trade like at one point in the season that eventually turned out like being the winner but like i've done it twice which is yeah. wild to me yeah so far all the trades that we made have either been completely insignificant or me giving you the winner and that's it. And it's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Admittedly, when we, after we'd watched the episode on that night, I did kind of like laugh myself to sleep just because it's so unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Let's, so <laughs> I'm going to continue steering the ship here. I want to talk about like what the finale episode could look like in a couple different ways. And, this upcoming vote, I think, is pretty interesting because we have two idols in play. So unless anybody does something like really dumb, Mike and Marianne like should definitely be safe at this first vote yeah. and make it to the final four, which leaves Lindsay, Jonathan, and Romeo. So at this point, I don't know why you would get rid of Romeo. So yeah, here's the Marianne thing: Marianne should want Romeo. Uh, like if if. You aren't Romeo, then there's a chance that Romeo is like filling a seat that could be your spot at the final tribal. And that's like the whole incentive to get rid of Romeo. Right. It's like if you are, if you're Mike or you're Jonathan or you're Lindsay or you're Marianne, like depending on how like the alliances are kind of built up or what the final three deals are, like Romeo, obviously everybody wants Romeo at their final three. But if it means, like, Mike and Marianne take Romeo over Mike and Marianne taking Lindsay, if you're Lindsay, you, like, want to get rid of Romeo so he can't take your spot. I guess, but that kind of assumes that you think, should Romeo not be in the picture, I'll be the the goat slot in the final three. And you don't want to be the goat slot. You want to be the the victor. Well, yeah, but that's the idea, is that you remove the goat in order to... But but I'm saying that strategy only plays out if you believe that you will be the goat. Uh, in well, no, here's the thing: the final four fire making I think makes that less of a deal. Because if you get through this vote, 
And, okay, so let's say, for example, we're at the final four and they vote Romeo out on my line of thinking. So you have Lindsay, Jonathan, Mike, Marianne. And let's say, so we're talking from the perspective of, like, Lindsay, for example, who, like, chose to vote Romeo out at the final five. So now Lindsay, instead of... So, like, if you're, if you win the challenge, if you win the final four immunity challenge, you're going to take Romeo with you and you're going to send two right. other people to fire. So, there's a chance that somebody takes you with them more so than it being Romeo. Or maybe, maybe it's better to just leave Romeo because the person is going to leave Romeo. And, like, you know that when you win the fire making challenge, you'll be sitting next to Romeo and someone. I mean, that's what I'm saying. The idea of keeping Romeo around or, or getting rid of Romeo so that somebody doesn't make him their goat pick implies that you think that you would be the goat pick. Oh, so that place. you wouldn't go because, yeah, you would not want to go to fire because cause if yeah. Romeo so is maybe still I'm thinking there, on then you're going to fire fire making challenge logic because I know this was a cha- like this was the logic used in Cambodia, but that's before the final four fire making challenge. So. Maybe you're maybe you're right. There is only reason to keep Romeo here because everyone wants to sit next to him. I guess that makes the most sense. Yeah. I mean, I, basically, where my logic begins and ends is that I there's no point in banking for the goat seat because if you're in the goat seat, then you're not winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I see what you mean. I see. I see what you yeah. mean. Yeah. It just. Yeah. I guess it's in everyone's interest for Romy to be there, and then just to vote someone who's not you out at the final five. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh. So I then. So the other thing here, I think, is worth considering over is like. So if Lindsay or Jonathan, if one of them wins the challenge, does that automatically mean the other is going home? I feel like yeah. Jonathan could be could still be dragged through. Honestly. So if if yeah, Lindsay think... wins the immunity challenge, then Mike and Marianne play their idol. You think then they vote for Romeo? Oh, hmm. Yeah, I'd say you're probably getting rid of Jonathan at that right. point. And then if, if Jonathan wins immunity, then it's Lindsay or Romeo. And you In that case, vote. you get rid of Lindsay. Yeah, you go yeah, for yeah. Lindsay. <laughs> and if Romeo wins immunity, then like <laughs> you can choose between Lindsay and Jonathan. And at that point, I don't know who Mike, Romeo, and Marianne, like, all choose together, because they kind of can. (laughs) Like, who do they want, who do they want to, like, fight in fire making, if it even comes down to that? Because Jonathan or Lindsay could very easily win the Final Four challenge and send two of them to fire. So it's like, of the two people who are almost on equal footing in terms of challenge strength, who do you get rid of? And Did I we think... see Lindsay do a fire in this last episode? I don't Was there know. a shot of that? I'm not sure. But I think, I feel like the clear answer here is, like, you get rid of Lindsay because she's a bigger jury threat. Yeah. And, like, because they're pretty much on equal footing in terms of challenges, like, I'd rather sit, I'd rather, like, Jonathan win the final four fire making challenge and, like, make me fight Mike. And then I beat Mike in fire making and I'm sitting next to Jonathan and Romeo. I feel like I win that if I'm Marianne versus if Lindsay sent me and Mike and then it's me, Lindsay and Romeo. So I think, I think Lindsay has like the hardest path here because people are going to want to like Lindsay to sit at the final three is going to have to win the first immunity and then either 
the final four or win the fire making challenge to sit the final three. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Marianne and Mike obviously don't need to win that first challenge. And if they do, well, yeah, in terms of the fire making challenge, I feel like it's almost always going to be Mike versus Marianne, right? Unless Marianne like wins immunity or Mike wins immunity. Yeah, probably. Interesting. Do you think Marianne can do it? Can Marianne win fire making? Maybe. It's hard to know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like between Lindsay and Jonathan, like they need to win this next challenge. But if they both lose, then Lindsay's probably going home. Like, yeah, like... I just want to say, I feel like there are too many idols in Survivor. Hot take. Uh-huh. I think there are too many idols in the game at five (laughs) i do not think that uh, three of the five people should be immune yeah i think it's kind of absurd when two people are just guaranteed to be safe at this vote Mm -hmm. and that's two-fifths of the people and then one of them gets you know challenge immunity it's just kind of like yeah and marianne could technically like still have her extra vote at this point yeah, it's just too like, much. Too much too late. Drea, Drea could potentially have still had an idol. No, because Marianne found Drea's idol after she played it. Right, but didn't they both have idols? Oh. Actually, yeah, you're totally right. They played two idols, and then only one went back yes. in the game. As far as we know. I mean, I guess maybe it could. if only one had been spent, they could have not put one back in the game, but still. You're right. So yeah, actually, you're right. So if... if neither Marianne or Drea had played their idols, then all three of the beware advi- idols would be at the f- the final five. So in that concept, yeah, you have four people with immunity of five, <laughs> which is silly. But like, I feel like it makes sense for them to put one idol on each pre-merge beach. Oh yeah, definitely. But maybe they should have a earlier expiry period, that, or something like and that. Yeah, that like makes to- so much sense. Like make these yeah, things I expire. Mean, I think I think they should expire at six at the latest. This and, whole and five that thing too. is kind of absurd. Well, especially since they added the fire making challenge, it's like you, if you have the idol, like you can play it at five, and then like you aren't going to get voted out at, at four. Yeah. So it's kind of silly, but I hate this show. Have I, have I mentioned that? I hate Survivor. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I feel good, though, because, like, I have Mike and Marianne who are, like, at least making the final four. And they might play against each other in fire making. But at that point, you know, I feel like I have Romeo there. I would be really surprised if Marianne loses now. I and, mean, yeah, based on everything that we've talked about, I think you win fantasy again. Yeah. So, oh, so here's <laughs> the other thing I kind of broke down in, in our Discord after this episode was, like, now that Omer is gone... And I have three people, and Fred and Soaring have one, TB has zero. Even though I have the lowest points out of everybody total right now, assuming Marianne wins the game, or, you know, even, like, Mike wins the game, when you add the, like, minimum amount of points in consideration that I have the winner, like, basically, Lindsay or Jonathan have to, like, win both challenges and then also take themselves to fire and win fire and also get second place. So they get like the 15 point second place. So it's like, it's a pretty big wall to climb. And that's, I don't even know if I was assuming that like Romeo gets third place or anything. 
if right because like <laughs> it was Lindsay or jonathan whoever they need to win every all three challenges and they also need to both be sitting at the final tribal with Mar- like with someone i have because if i have mike or romeo at the final three like i automatically win so if someone who's not mike or romeo is voted out at the final five vote then i win the fantasy how stupid is that? So basically, <laughs> the comeback mechanic uh, benefited me infinitely. Of course it does. Of course it did. Of course it did. So we'll but save our celebration it... for next, <laughs> next yeah, week. Yeah, uh-huh. but, but I think this has been a pretty pretty wild story of uh, of me being the underdog <laughs> for the season, and uh, still season where we put in underdog yeah yeah exactly (laughs) and i'm still managing to come back and and likely win the game and i think this is gonna be like the third season in a row that i've i've won for the fantasy and it's going to be the second game in that streak where fred gave me the winner yes (sighs) what a wild have it any other way what a wild like story we have here our our multi-season story least all know we'll finish this story with the least tribe members eliminated that's true. There you go. Is that true? <laughs> it won't yeah. be true. Well, I'm tied with you. you... <laughs> so. Yeah, but you've got more to lose. Right, but if like Jonathan goes home, then you'll lose. You'll have three people eliminated, and if my entire team is in the final three, then I'll have three. Is there any way that Mike and Marianne sit next to each other? I guess it's just one of them wins the immunity <laughs> challenge at the final four. Yeah. And then the other one wins the fire making challenge. Correct. You think Marianne yeah, wins the challenge? Thing. We we haven't talked about Marianne doing the like the counter spin to undizzy herself. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> that right, was we notable. We, well, we haven't talked about the episode. We did, at have, all, a, we did have an episode of Survivor here. <laughs> they did like two challenges. Omer got challenge won the 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 reward challenge. Oh, and he picked challenge. my entire team to go with him. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize watching the episode, he took Mike, Romeo, and Marianne, or, yeah, Mike, Romeo, Marianne, he took with him. Rigged. So it's like everything is, like, turned around to benefit me. But I guess I feel like it's kind of been that way a little bit since the the re- redraft anyways. The other thing, talking about points, the other thing that's super frustrating about Lindsay not playing the idol is that I lost so many points for her not playing it. Yeah, I lost eight because, points. Yeah, I get advantage play points and successful advantage points and i'm just like bro it's just the salt in the wound of like come on like throw me a bone here uh-huh <sighs> i'm fine with this outcome i hate it here yeah we've been a little all over the place here but i think that in a way reflects my mindset now where like i'm much less focused on the individual episode and i'm just kind of thinking about the whole the whole season and you know including our fantasy as well it's been it's been quite a ride i think it's been a really good season of survivor i think it's been also a a pretty good season of rng show yeah but it would have been a little more exciting if someone else was the underdog maybe yeah if you didn't win for the third season in a row (laughs) yeah that that i can acknowledge is maybe a bit a bit much for me to like when to not only have a season where i you know, with Jimmer, of course, but a season where I 
incredibly dominantly win by making the absolute best picks in the draft. But then I have this season where I make like awful picks in the draft and like I'm at the bottom of points for the entire season and then I still win in the end. So dumb. What what a concept. It's usually how it goes for me. <laughs> and I, but I, except I only lose by like eight points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and really, uh, let's see, it was David versus Goliath, I think, that I lost by like six points event Zoe with Mike White. Okay, uh, I know we've been talking about points, but should we talk about points? Should we talk yeah, about points. the episode? Is there anything else in the episode? No. Okay. Haha, uh-huh, Marianne's been funny. She did spin, which um, unfortunately does not work, but... Good, Are you good, sure? Good Have you tried? You get points for ev- yes, for of course I've tried. I was thing. a child once. Of course <laughs> I tried. What would you do? Be dizzy. Okay. So, um, this episode, we usually start at the bottom. Uh, TB has nobody, so he has zero points. Oh, poor TB. Uh, I'm not sure how canon this is. Uh, so, Jonathan uh, was there. In the episode for Soaring, and he did receive a vote at the Tribal Council. So from the episode, Soaring gets three points. Uh, you need a little, a little bit more. Next up, we have Fred, who has his team really, you know, do some impressive stuff. We have Omer win the reward challenge, and then we have Lindsay win the immunity challenge. Um, so it's six each. Also, because Lindsay's won an immunity challenge before, she, uh, you get a chance die for that. So like, that's super cool. So Fred gets 12 I points. Guess. And then because I still have all three of my people, I got two, 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 which is six. And then I got all of them taken on the rewards. So that's one, of one, course, one. Of course, which is Omer, three. <laughs> who's on, of course, Omer, in the episode he gets booted, who's on my team, decides yeah. to just hand all of the points that he could to, to Toon's team. It's just like you. Um, yeah. And then I have Marianne <laughs> who plays the extra vote, which is three points and romeo got a vote or he got like a couple of votes so i got 13 and this is like the first time in a really long time that i've earned the most points in an episode this it's is the true. first time since episode two episode two <laughs> so that's where i've been go ahead yeah it yeah it's great and there's a graph which is as soon as we're done with the next episode is going to show a very interesting story uh, as for totals, I currently have 123, 1, 2, 3 points. Then uh, we have Fred and Soaring, who are very close. Fred is 134. Soaring has 137. That's a three-point difference. Uh, so I am, in a way, excited to see who ends up prevailing there. It's the Jonathan versus Lindsay showdown. Yeah, it is. It's like basically <laughs> like whoever gets voted out first is is gonna go because i think we agree that between Lindsay and jonathan one of them's gonna go home at the final five so whoever loses the player loses the fantasy maybe to to the other one yeah we all lose the fantasy yeah but well i mean i second place might be able to pass tb if you're at the final four you'll get six points at a minimum and if you're at the final four that means you if you're Lindsay, you won immunity. If you're Jonathan, you didn't necessarily win immunity. If Lindsay didn't, there's like so many things to keep track of. 
basically, there's a couple different ways to go, but I. Uh, 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 da, 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 da. TB won't be at the top anymore. Agree. Yeah. TB has 144, and he'll have 144 next episode as well. Wow. This is a wild episode. Yeah, the only other thing to talk about with points is whether or not we're going to give points for a an advantage expiring. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we haven't written that down yet. We'll wait to see what Flying says. But basically, the justification for giving points for an advantage expiring is that it meant the person just felt no need to play. And sometimes that can be in a negative way, like you know, Lindsay tonight where it's like a misplay to not use it. But if in a very similar situation where like if somebody wins immunity and then they decide to hold on to their idol, that could be better for their game or for their resume, or maybe it would be better to like play their idol on someone they trust and like, you know, build up the spectacle. I don't know, but we'll definitely consider that. So we'll see if Fred gets a, a little boost for an expiring advantage. Because uh, I do think it means something if you have, like, a powerful mechanic that you just, like, choose not to use. Yeah, because it's, it's the the situations are you don't play your advantage and you go home, in which case you, you know, don't get points because you went home. Or you play the advantage and you get points for playing it and then you get extra points for being successful. But there's that middle ground where it just, like, expires and you don't go home because of it. Um, and so, yeah, the logic is if you don't need to play your idol, then there should be some kind of, like... Because they didn't go home with it. Yeah, there should be some kind of, you know, consolation. Yeah, so, that's cool, lots of points. Chance die time. Yes, sir. So, how this works right now is currently Fred has two. Soaring has two, TB has zero, and I have three. So I'll start us off, right? So as the rules state, um, we must spend one chance die per player remaining in the game. Uh, the rest, if we're not able to, doesn't really matter because uh, none of us have less chance die than we have. So basically, I'm spending one chance die uh, on Mike, Romeo, and Marianne, which leaves me with zero chance die. Uh, so that's my chance die story for the season. I've collected a lot of them. I think every time we rolled chance die, I lost one. I never rolled a chance die to get points. Uh, and here I am at the end with zero chance die. Uh, next up, well, I guess we'll just go to soaring. So soaring, you have Jonathan, um, and you're going to use one chance die on Jonathan, right? Heck Yeah. Cool. So go ahead, and you have your one D12 left. You can go ahead and roll that now. Uh, oh, geez, where'd it go? Well, it's a four. All right, perfect. So I'll mark that down. Uh, Fred, you are up. So you have three now because uh, you just got one this episode, um, and I'm assuming you're also going to use one of them for Lindsay, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, so you have two D12. Go for it. Alright. On a scale of 2 to uh, 24. <laughs> yes, that is that how, is mathematically uh, accurate. How good did you right, roll? First one, first one's a 6. Okay. 
Second one is an eight. Wow, that's really good. That's Amazing. not bad. That's that's slightly above average. That, yeah, that's really really good rolls. That means that you have to do significantly less now in the finale to beat me. That's actually pretty big, yeah. I might need to rerun the numbers there because I think Romeo being in the finale now doesn't automatically mean I win. Or Romeo being in the final three. So I will personally run some numbers on that and see what happens. But by the time we get to our recording next episode, uh, I suppose we'll know. Either way, uh, cool. There is Chance Die. And I'm now above TB, officially. True. Okay. Are we done? I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I... <laughs> I don't know. This is so weird. I feel like this episode is just cursed. <laughs> That's how I always feel. <laughs> All right. What happens when you don't talk about peanut butter? It's true. Puppies. But now we have, so now the episode's better again. Oh. So, (laughs) with that being said, let's end it. That just wraps it up for us this week. A little bit of a fun spinoff episode, as it were, but we'll be back next week uh, after watching the finale. We will talk about, uh, you know, the season at large, how we feel about how all the, the moves went down. I feel like we threw out so many different theories this episode. One of them is bound to be correct. Or if we like splice them together properly, we, you know, we came (laughs) up with the correct, uh, you know, setup for the final three. Right. (laughs) I think that Romeo will win. (gasps) And then there we go. Yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah, my all my all my all my chance die I'm putting on Marianne to win <laughs> at this point. Uh yeah, so we'll be back next week. We'll do that. We'll talk about the episode. Um we'll probably get it like a teaser for the next season, maybe. I don't know. If so, we will maybe comment on that. And there we go. So thanks to Zoe for editing this episode. I <laughs> feel like this was a fun one to edit. Uh, thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. It'll be playing soon or maybe even right now. If you want to check out the spreadsheet, you can do so over at rngshow.com slash 42. And we'll be back here yet again for the last time in Survivor 42. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>